Welcome back to another episode of Teacher Let Your Light Shine. And today's episode comes with a heartfelt punch for you because I know what it feels like to be in the thick of what seems like everything. I have mom life. I have teacher life. I have work life. I have family life. I have a life. And there's so much on the table, so many decisions to make. I understand right now is March and it's springtime and many teachers are having to really contemplate whether or not they are going to stay where they are. Will they stay put? Will they decide to break away and start a new career? Many teachers are deciding whether or not they should even start their own micro school, their homeschooling business. It feels like so many decisions. We're coming up onto spring break. Well, many teachers are. And we're starting to just really reflect. And that's wonderful. This is the time of the year where we can reflect. There's a renewal period. There's this sense of like an awakening and so many possibilities. Everything's coming back to life. And when that happens, our ideas start just boop, 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 boop. And we feel energized and refreshed. And we start coming up with so many downloads and so many wonderful opportunities and possibilities. And then we sit down and we go, oh my gosh, how am I going to make this happen? How is this going to come to pass? Today's episode goes to the teacher, the parent who is really trying to make some big decisions. You are in a transition period right now. And I wish so badly that somebody were making podcast episodes for my ears to listen to years ago when I did not know if anybody in this world was facing the same decisions as I was, should I leave? How am I going to handle this? What about retirement? What about my teacher friends? What about moving my classroom? What about starting a new business? What about the money? What about everything? Somebody who is feeling me right now. And there were some major strategies that helped me to get through this time. And so when it feels like it is too much, and I still feel like that at times as well, even though I have more of a work-life balance, I still feel like there are times when there is just so much going on in my personal life, in my mom life, in my work life, and I have another business on top of my school. And there are times where I have to sit down and I have to brain dump it out. Today's episode, I'm going to give you 10 strategies that will help you when you feel like you are in the thick of so much, everything feels fuzzy, you feel overloaded, we don't want you snapping out on all of the people that you love. So listen up to today's episode, get some insight, take a breath, it's about to get Welcome, teacher, to the Let Your Light Shine podcast. If you're searching for the freedom and permission to design the life you love as a teacher, you're in the right place. I'm on a mission to help teachers just like you build their own dream school or homeschooling business. In this present day, the world needs you, teacher friend, to step out in faith and give students an education they love and so deserve. In this podcast, I will teach you how to start a fulfilling and profitable homeschooling business that lights you up. I'm Mackenzie Oliver, former elementary teacher and instructional coach gone homeschool teacher and business builder. I'm here to empower you to step outside the classroom 
and choose the experiences, the curriculum, and all the moments that put a smile on your face and your students. Does it seem like a dream? Well, it did to me until God opened the doors and made it reality. Together, we are breaking through fears and moving the crowd. So get out your notebook, sharpen your pencil. It's time to get your teach on. Here we go, teacher friend. I want to start off by reminding you to join our Facebook group where you're going to find many teachers, many parents who are in transition right now. Many people who are deciding to break away from what they're currently doing, starting something new when it comes to a homeschooling business or a micro school. And maybe you're just trying to fill it out. Maybe you are just thinking, this sounds really great, but really, when could this happen for me? I want to know more about it. I want to see what the lives look like of the people who are actually making this happen. Join our Facebook group. Nobody says you have to build your micro school or your homeschooling business right now, but join our group so that you can get support. And we talk real life about struggles that we're going through. We talk about overcoming obstacles. We talk about ways to actually make this dream come true. And we're just here to support one another. One person in our group said, this is her happy place on the corner of the internet, Facebook. So I'm so grateful to hear that feedback. And I just feel like it's such a beautiful community. You are welcomed. You are welcomed. So in the show notes below, that's where we hang out is in our Facebook group. It is Start Your Micro School or Homeschooling Business. It's the T-L-Y-L-S podcast, which is Teach Your Light Your Light Shine podcast. Go there and just dump it out. Whatever you're feeling, whatever you are stressed about, whatever you need in order for someone to help you, we are there for you. It is a beautiful community support group. No pressure at all to start your own micro school or your own teaching business right now. But my gosh, I'm so grateful for the time that when I was transitioning that I could hear of other people's success stories, that I could see the pain or the growth that people were making during that time. And it just inspired me greatly. And that is what that group is for. That is what Teacher Let Your Light Shine is for. So please head over to Start Your Micro School or Homeschooling Business. It is on Facebook. Now let's get into it. Today is going to be such a special gym-packed episode. Now I know that there are more than 10 ways to really push through during difficult times But these are the top 10 that I felt have really made a difference in my life. Some are practical. Some you're going to be like, oh yeah, I'm definitely going to do that. And then there's going to be some where you say, I already do that and it's not working. And then there's going to be some where you're like, "Mm, that's not really me. Take it or leave it. You don't have to do all 10 of these. But these are 10 ways that I've been able to push through when it has felt like, oh, so much. Number one, it seems like an easy strategy and it is, Create a private space, like a physical space for yourself to dump your thoughts out that are just hanging around and you can't even put your finger on it. I'm talking about a physical space that you're going to go to with a physical notebook and a pen or a Google Doc. That's fine too. Sometimes we don't even want to take the time to be still and just stop for a moment to see that we need to brain dump it out. And I have an amazing freebie. It is the brain dump strategy that has helped so many teachers be able to get their thoughts 
out onto paper and sort it out and you're going to be able to walk away so refreshed. That's going to be in the show notes. It's the brain dump strategy. You can head on over, click the link, and you're going to be able to download this freebie. Now it's going to go to your inbox. So make sure you check your spam just in case you don't receive it right away. The brain dump strategy and your mind is going to be so much more categorized in a sense and not feel so spastic. Your mind is already spinning with these thoughts of how everything can turn out and people will tell you to get your mind off of it and distract yourself. But oftentimes that just feels like you're trying to run through a downpour without getting a drop of rain on your skin. I mean, it's impossible. So do the most possible thing that you can do. And that is immerse yourself in thoughts about the situation by articulating them in some way, whether it's through a Google Doc, whether it's through writing, and make it a private area to where you can go in silence outside your back porch, your private little area in your room, wherever, close yourself off in your car before you walk in after your teaching day, your time going to the grocery store, whatever it is. Just sit by yourself and let the thoughts come out and download that brain dump strategy. That is number one. Number two, after you have made your list, just set, look over it, and no matter what your spiritual practice is, pray. Number two is pray. Just listening to the words that come out of your mouth in this time of just asking our Heavenly Father to help you. No matter your beliefs, prayer has helped decrease stress and increase feelings of well-being for a large percentage of people. Prayer can take all types of forms. It can be spontaneous just after you've made your list. You can write down this list and pray over it over the next day, two days, three days, a week from now. Be able to just take what it is that's on your mind. This is your life. This is everything that you are deciding that you want to do or that you have to do, write it down and then pray over it. And I promise you, from my experience, I have found miraculous, incredible ways that God has pulled through when I felt like it was too much. All the time, God has pulled through. After I wrote it down and became clear on what I can do, what I can't do, and that I cannot do this myself, He has made a way. So number two is make sure you're praying. And a lot of times we get so caught up into what we have to do and we get so distracted that we forget to pray about everything that we need to do. And just by creating that list, that brain dump, and it's right there in front of you at the top of that paper, write pray. So that every day before you get to tackling that list, you are praying over what you need to get accomplished. Number three is to do something that is for your own benefit. Take some time to spend thinking about the issue and put it towards doing one small thing that's entirely for you. Like for an example, go get a quick manicure or a pedicure if that's what works for you. Go for a run, go for a walk, read a couple pages of your favorite book, buy a really great drink, take the longest shower, I remember one day I was so overwhelmed with my big long to-do list of mothering and quitting my teaching career, starting a business, helping my husband. My family was coming into town. 
I wanted to declutter my house. The list goes on and on. And I thought, I'm just going to go to Target. Yep, throw my hands up in there. I'm going to go get myself a Starbucks. I'm going to get myself a new planner and some really pretty pins. And I came back feeling so inspired. I actually did this over the weekend too. My husband and I sat down, we brainstormed a million things that we wanted to accomplish and do and and just see the fruit of our labor. And we just went spontaneously into this mode of rearranging our entire house, taking out our back office, putting it into our bedroom, which I know is not typical. It is not something that I've ever wanted to do, but I absolutely love it. We turned our back office into another classroom slash kids corner and it's beautiful. My children are so happy. I've got that room for the school. We've got our lanai that we have beautifully arranged to be able to have more space for outdoor learning, which we've always had it, but we just tidied it up a little bit more and made it a little bit just fresher and cleaner and just inspiring. And then I took our other classroom that we had in our middle den room and changed that like completely minimalized it and put a teacher desk in there from our back office. It's just so clean and crisp and the classrooms in that room. Plus we got a little like study area in our den. We got our outside lanai. I don't want my house to look like a school has blown up in there. I want my house to be simple and minimalized and beautiful and just a space of creativity. That's what I want for our school. And once I did that and created a new space for myself, it felt so inspiring. So go do something that will make you feel inspired. Don't feel like you got to put your head down and get to work every single second of the day because it's not effective. Number four, remind yourself of your greater purpose. Why are you doing what you're doing? Because once you write it all out, if you're doing something that's not getting you to your greater purpose, stop it. Get real with yourself. You do not have to have a situation in your life that's not bringing you joy, that's not something that's getting you to where you feel like you need to be going. Remind yourself of your purpose and what you're trying to accomplish because that will bring fuel to your fire. It will fuel your plane to get up off of the ground. You are not a reflection of this situation of being in a frazzled mess. You're just a part of something bigger and more difficult, but you're also a part of something greater and more positive. So think about your career, the projects, your family, your aspirations, and dedicate yourself to your purpose. Even the worst job can be a blessing when things hit the fan and it gives you a place to go and a reason to focus on something else entirely. So remind yourself, what am I after? What am I chasing? Is it vanity or is it such a great service to our world and to my family and to build up a legacy? Number five, I tell you what, this is a big one. It's so incredible when you just write out your list, when you brain dump it out and you realize what all you have to do and what all decisions you're making, you're going to find someone who can help. I read the book, Who Not How? by Simon Sinek, and I'm telling you, it was a game changer. Who, not how. Who can help me with this? There, the, the radius of a problem that no one can control makes the entire world feel like it could just fit into one tiny room 
where nothing else exists. But you have to know that there's always someone outside, or at least on the outskirts of this whole thing, who has been where you've been or who is willing to help. Reach out to someone and tell them that you don't know what you need, that you don't know where you're going in a sense, but you've got this big idea and you need some help. Even if it's just bouncing your idea off and getting some clarity, asking someone to just sort out your feelings with you, asking someone to give you wisdom in regards to a project that you're doing, or asking someone to come and babysit your children. Yep. Ask someone to come and clean your house. It's worth the money. It's worth the time so that you can feel renewed and refreshed. Because if you are working on something so big in your life, like starting a school, starting your micro school, starting a homeschooling business, leaving your position, you need space to create. And so ask someone for help. And with that being said, Many of you, if you've been listening to the podcast, the earlier episodes, we have created the business bundle and that is coming out next week, one week from today. And it is so much like having birthed a baby because this entire business bundle was the system of communication that took me days, weeks, and years to get down and to perfect and to make it this beautiful package to where I could get my vision out and share with the world. So if this is something, if you are starting your micro school or your homeschooling business and you feel as if this is going to help you, which I know that it will, trust me, I know that systems of communication are so imperative to making sure that this works. You can head on over to www.teachersletyourlightshine.com forward slash products. Our big reveal will be next week and we are excited to share this with you in order to help you. Because my goodness gracious, I understand what it's like to feel as if you are trying to do something and you have no idea if anybody else is even listening or been through it before. All right, here we go. Our next one is number six. Turn off the news. Just go ahead and do it. Turn it off. If you feel like you just have to know what is happening in the world right now, then you are and you're reading and you're watching the news, limit it to once per day in a time of the day where you feel as if you are able to decompress and digest it and walk away without it being a heavy burden. But for me, I stopped watching the news eight years ago. I stopped watching anything on the news, literally any movie, any show that did not bring joy because that's what I was after was joy and peace. If there was anything that was on the TV that did not bring joy or peace, it was completely cut off. But as for the news specifically, eight years ago, I stopped watching it. And no, I don't live in La La Land. My husband keeps me informed, but we don't have the news on in our home. And I just get what I need to get and I move on and I just press forward with the mission that God has given me. But take anything out of your ears that is not lifting you up. The enemy is the prince and the power of the air. And we all know that that is media right now. So just do yourself a favor, turn it off and ask a friend to fill you in, especially if it is stealing your peace. Number seven. I love this one. I'm telling you, this is a great one. My daughter reminded me of this last night. C's get degrees. C's get degrees. And it's funny because she's always been a straight A student. She doesn't have a C, 
but she was just telling me last night she had so much work in her middle school. She does take advanced classes, but they have on average over 20 assignments due a week that the teacher grades. And I'm thinking, I even talked to the teacher. I said, honey, do you have to assign that much work? Because it's not just that it's affecting my daughter, but my gosh, I feel for you. I can't imagine grading over 20, 30 assignments a week per student and you have hundreds of students. This is just crazy. And she said, I know, but it's helping them for whenever they get into high school and the real world. And I did have to start, stop and think about that for a minute. And I thought, yeah, that's what's happening. They're teaching our youth. They're teaching our kids a workaholic mentality. Seriously. Coming from a workaholic, someone who has found that burnout has led me to this work-life balance that I have right now that is so joyful, that is so peaceful. I'm so grateful for it. There's no amount of money in this world that will buy this peace. It's not. And, And this goes out for anyone who's thinking about doing this business and you're worried that you're not going to find the students. You're worried that you're not going to make the money. You're going to make the money. You're going to find the students. You're going to make more than what you did in public school. You're going to make more than what you would as an administrator with the right systems in place, with the right strategies, of course. However, I will let you know, it doesn't come at a cost of having to sacrifice your time, your values, because I am someone who completely cherishes quality time. That's my love language. And so I'm not going to invest myself into anything that's going to require me to work outside my limits and to not be able to be there for the people that I love the most that have been here for me the most. So I just want to remind you that C's get degrees. Okay. You don't have to have an A on everything. Not everything has to be perfect. I just brought up a parent into my house earlier today and I don't typically do this, but I said, Oh, I want to show you how we rearranged our area and our home and our school spaces. And it wasn't perfect. There were still things out. There were still things I had to organize, but I didn't care. I was proud of what, what had been accomplished and used to, I would be like, Oh no, nobody can see it. It's got to be perfect. It's got to be absolutely beautiful and pristine. And I'm like, no, it's fine. I'm not going to stress myself out to make sure everything is perfect before I can do anything. I can't live my life like that anymore. And I have been a perfectionist and I am a perfectionist at some things, but I'm not going to continue to do that. As a matter of fact, right now, I think you can hear my toilet gurgling in the background. (laughs) I'm serious because I moved my office into my bedroom for now. And my daughter came in, used the restroom separately, you know, closed the door, of course. And then she came back out and it's still running. And guess what? You still love me anyways. I mean, come on. Do you want me to be perfect all the time? It's not realistic. Nobody wants you to be perfect all the time. C's get degrees, folks, and you can get whatever you need to get done and it doesn't have to be perfect, especially the things that are not high priority. All right, so that's number seven. Just just say to yourself, C's get degrees, C's get degrees. It was hilarious. This is the time to be exercising your power to offer yourself and those around you a break. Sometimes I am under no illusion that this list is going to magically transform what is obviously a stressful and difficult time into one that is just peaceful and easy. But I am confident though, that if I'm able to implement a few of what I'm suggesting, that we will increase our sense of personal power and 
find a little bit more ease coming into our day. Number eight is to breathe. Find some time and you're talking to someone who would walk around whenever I was at my utmost stressful times of my life going, and I just, I don't want to live my life like that. And so we do that because we're not breathing and we don't realize that we're not breathing in a way that makes us be able to release the stress. So turn off your phone, sit somewhere comfortable and just breathe. Breathing in a relaxed way helps us shut off the stress hormones that keep us feeling amped up and in a state of anxiety. This also allows us to be able to choose as much peace as we possibly can get. Let the little things go. Don't sweat the small stuff. Make things as easy for yourself and your loved ones as you can. This will help to decrease the feelings of overwhelm and feeling powerless in a time where you've got to step up and become a warrior. Number nine, we're almost there. Do your best to stop consuming. In America, this is a difficult thing for many of us to do is we just want to consume. We want to consume Netflix. We want to consume more food. We want to consume more fill in the blank. But when you can just let go and even walk away from this list of things to do and go out to dinner with your with your loved one, make a phone call to a friend and just laugh. Stop consuming so much to where it feels even more. And even if it's listening to other podcasts or other YouTube videos or social media, stop and notice how much you're consuming. Because a lot of times the more we're consuming, the less we have to be able to overflow or to give. So just quiet yourself. Stop consuming what it is that is possibly keeping you distracted. And number 10, this is 10 for the win. Just remember that what you are going through, the decisions that you're making, they are big. They are huge. They are terrifying, but they're not impossible. You can do hard things. It is not easy until it's easy. It's hard until it's not hard anymore. It's not impossible. We can look at many people who have blazed trails and have done amazing things in their lives. And guess what? It wasn't impossible. They did have to go through some trials. They did have to go through tribulations, but they came out on top. So dedicate yourself to persistence. Dedicate yourself to perseverance when you know that your body and that your mind can take it. Nobody's expecting you to sacrifice your life, your peace, or anything in order to accomplish what you want to accomplish what's laid on your heart, your mission, your legacy. But what we are suggesting is this, that you don't give up and that you don't feel as if anything is too big or too impossible for you because with time and people and resources, this this too shall pass. I'm loving you. I'm with you. Check out our Facebook group, Start Your Micro School on Facebook, Start Your Micro School or Homeschooling Business. That's the title of it. You can also go to that free brain dump, which is down below in the show notes. And you can also go to our products that are coming out for building your business bundle. And I guarantee for those of you who are in the thick of starting your micro school, your business, your preschool, whatever it is, these are going to help you jumpstart the process, communicate your vision and get everyone that you know you would serve so well through this. 
you're going to be giving them a great blessing. I'll talk to you soon. Can't wait to see you in our Facebook group. Hey, hey, teacher friend. Thanks so much for listening to today's show. I pray it inspired you, touched you, or challenged you in some way because we are making big shifts and using our teaching gifts for God's glory like never before. I'm so grateful for you. The number one way you can support this show is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts and also share this with another teacher. Come join me in the Virtual Teachers Lounge, known as the Teacher Let Your Light Shine Facebook group. Until next time, keep shining your teacher light. The world needs you.